Hello, and welcome to the Geeking Off Podcast. And in this one is Kanpai Podcast number three. Now, I actually completely forgot I recorded this, and it, I found it on my hard drive. And it was an interview that some questions were sent to me by two, uh, two winners of the main course RPG when we released the movie. And in this, you're going to enjoy us answering the questions that they had to ask. A few guests in this one is, of course, our good old friends from Brayhawk Tech, Mr. Brandon Hawkins, sits in with us as we answer the questions. This one's not as naughty as the other ones, but this was officially the last recording we did of the Compi podcast. And now it has become the Geeking Off podcast. So enjoy this little old treasure from about two years ago. Come pie. Come pie. Yeah, crack that open. Crack oh. that open and drink it, son mm. of a bitch. Mm. Oh. Dude, why the fuck is Hermes running down that towards that portal down there? Oh my Her- god, what the fuck? Hermes, stop! Go wait, 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 he's going in! Oh no, he went what? in, dude. Let's get in there, let's go, let's follow him. Let's follow him now, yeah. yeah Come let's on, get in that portal. can't lose him. Where in the fuck are we, dude? Everything looks like a fucking square. So everything's all blocky. Oh my god. What the fuck? Where the fuck is Hermes? He's still gone. Hey, can you see lava everywhere? Oh yeah, there's lava coming out through that hole over there. Oh my god. That doesn't look very what safe. What the fuck? What the fuck's wrong with my hand? It's a fucking nub. Oh my god, mine's a block. My head. Look at your head. Oh my fucking god. Whoa, man. Whoa. Oh. Look at your legs. Look at the way you walk. Oh my oh. god, we're walking all weird now. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. I think, I think I know what this is. What do you I think, think it is? Co- I think this is Oblivion. Oblivion? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to go with that. Oblivion. Hey, quiet, dude. Quiet, quiet, quiet. I hear something. I hear something walking. Boom! Oh, oh, oh. Oh, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck was that? Oh, I know what that was. It was a slutty creeper. Oh, dude, he just... I just turned around and he gave me that weird look and sizzled and blew up. That was that was the orgasm. Oh, my fucking God. What the fuck was yeah. his problem? I just wanted to say hi. Yeah, they're, they're very bad-tempered motherfuckers. If they don't get the sex, they'll go, <sighs> boom, in your mouth. I'm gonna have to drink after that. Uh, Hope Hermes is still alive. He could have been kidnapped or molested by one of those things. Yeah, I think that's what happened up in the up on the hill. Something weird happened. I think that's why he ran. Uh, Well, at least we're not here. I don't have to worry about having a baby now. Leave it in the other world. This world's not bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna go um, beat some wood with my fist. Mm, mm, Beat the street. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, hey, check it out. I got a block of wood. Mm. Oh my god. What can you do with it? Oh, well, I can I can throw it. Yay! Oh, yeah. Hey, what if you uh, put it in... Try and turn it into planks? Oh. Maybe that will work. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll do this. 
Ah, they checked that out. I made wood planks, dude. Wood planks, wow. Yeah, yeah. I think we can b build some coverage so those creepers don't get our ass. Yeah, I think we should, man. I think we should set up camp here. Yeah. Because this, this looks like a safer place. Uh, over there, over that lava lake, it doesn't look very appealing. No, no, no. But we could make a moat out of the lava. We could. We might have to get more resources, though. Wood will burn up. What about all this red stone around us? All this red stone, we could use that. That could be durable. Yeah, yeah, we can use it for making wires and shit for, for our computers. Wait a minute. Is there computers in this world? I don't think so. Oh, fuck. What are we going to do? Uh, I think I think your wish actually came true, wanting to go to another world. Yeah, no shit. I think we're fucked now. There's probably not even any porn in this world. We'll just have to make our own. Fuck yeah! And I see some sheep over there too. We can make porn with them as well. Oh my god, yes. Oh, that damn. Would be Wait, these sheep don't look very well. No, they, they kind of look like uh, squares, and I don't even think they have a hole behind them. They, they look a bit dope as well. Look at their eyes. Oh my god. Oh man. I want to hit it with my nub. Mm. <laughs> I think we should talk about. YouTube again. There's, there's still more to talk about. Oh, man. And recently I went onto YouTube and they had this stupid thing saying, Oh, check out your new dashboard. So okay. I'm like, okay, what's this cool, cool fucking thing? I'm like, <clears throat> I fucking wasted my time. I clicked on it and it's like telling me my most recent uploaded videos and a couple of comments and some stupid um, graph thing with lines on it going up and down. Showing how many yeah. views I got. I'm like, uh... Tell me information I didn't know already. What's yeah, exactly. It's already already been there. It's just another design. It's pointless. Waste of resources. <laughs> That's what I say to that. Hmm. I don't know if you've ever used uh, the mobile version of it. They really fucked that up on the on the browser mobile. I mean, now it does this yeah, thing where you, you, you put in your video and you go to your feed... And it shows videos completely out of order and mostly shows what the fucker likes, what they're commenting on. It's like, uh, I just want to see the new videos, not what their activity is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can you used to have an option to do that, I believe, where you could just see someone's activity. You know, it's like in a separate sort of like box or something. Now they just force it on you. I know. And it's like, I don't care what freaking uh, James Nintendo Nerd liked today. Yeah, exactly, or what, what fucking fluffy porn someone watched, or whatever, you know, like, I don't know, um, that, that, that guy Anthrit, I think. No, no, which is you, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we won't talk about those videos that I watch in my spare time. No. You can cut that bit out if you want. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's bullshit, I, th I was thinking about quitting, but I can't actually let it go because I've had my account for quite a few years now, about five, six years. Yeah, I know what you mean about the quitting thing. Sometimes I'm discouraged anymore to upload because it's just like the site's just becoming more and more shittier by the day. Yeah, more commercial. I more mean, mainstream as well. For example, I'm looking at my subscriptions at the moment and the only thing I really see popping up is all the popular tubers and it's shit I don't want to watch. So, I mean, you know, I subscribe like some Justin people. Bieber. Like, I subscribe some people from Minecraft, and they gotta give, they gotta upload ten other gameplay videos, like Amnesia, or some Mega Miner, 
and a piece of quake uh, Minecraft 66 oh there we go finally I subscribed to him for Minecraft videos out of all those five videos they upload I finally see a uh, Minecraft video oh my god it's the only thing I don't like about some of these gamer channels you know they have to upload 50 damn videos a day so it fills your box yeah. up yeah, I agree with you. When they just constantly spam, spam, spam uploads. If that even makes any sense. Yes, it does. I know what you mean. Some people have lost subs because of spam uploading. And another thing that pisses me off about comments is that you... You you know when you've got, you've got the box right next to you on the, on the main site where it says, you know, comments and everything, new messages. And it has a little number of comments you've got. Mm-hmm. Say, for example, you had, like, ten comments, and you opened all ten, and went back to the main page. You read every single comment. It would still say ten for a little while, next to the uh, new comments box. So there's, like, a glitch there for the past, like, year or year and a half now. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, that thing's such a mess, I don't even know what to do. Yeah, it's just glitchy. And I'm looking at it now, I'm looking at it right now, and just... The, 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 it's just a load of bollocks now. I can see right at the bottom all these stupid videos of, like, Justin Bieber and stuff like that. But what the fuck? I'd rather get raped by an angry troll. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what these people are like. They're just angry angry trolls. Yeah, seriously. I'd rather get raped by one than watch Justin Bieber's throwing up on stage or something. What the fuck is that all about? Who would want to watch Justin Bieber throw up on stage now? Yeah, what the hell is that all about? That's just sick, man. I'm I'm sorry. It's like watching myself puke. It's like how can you how can you do it? I mean, it's pointless. It's a waste of bandwidth. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of my money for paying the bill. Oh yeah, especially when they got these ads with full motion video of a fucking PS Vita. Seriously, GTFO, <sighs> man. <laughs> Not interested. Yeah. Close ad. Oh wow. Close. Okay, that okay, but yeah, now it won't stay that way. <laughs> yeah, it'll just come back. Speaking of YouTube, what do you think of this new AVGN movie coming out? Yeah, it's looking really good, the trailer. Oh, yes, it, looks it really is. Good. I'm, I'm totally psyched about it. Uh, me too. This is going to be something I've waited for. The guy's been... He's earned his credit. It's about time he did something very well and let everyone be jealous over it. And uh, Yeah, and you'll get more trolls as well on the internet, so more the merrier. Oh, yeah. If anything, it's good advertisement for him. Definitely. I mean, he's so popular now, because I've been watching him for about five years, so... And that's that's the about that's the amount of time he's really been thinking about a movie, hasn't it? Yeah. About five years or something. So it's about time that he does this. So once it comes out, I'm buying it. Same here. I'm going to add that to my collection, and it's going to be something treasured. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And if you could get it signed by him, that would be even better. I think it would be, but it's hard to say how he's going to send that stuff out. Yeah, probably no, ten to one, it'll come from Screw Attack, the company that he's with, yeah. straight from them, and he won't even touch them. Yeah, kinda true. Like, kind of like what I had to do with my DVD release; they came from the company, and I never got to touch them. And if I did touch them, the problem is they probably would still be sitting here unmailed because I don't have a vehicle to get to the post office, so. I would have to wait uh, for a ride. As a matter of fact, there's one person on the list who is waiting to get their copy still, and um, they live in Canada because the company won't ship there, so I got to do it manually. And I, he's like, "Have you sent it yet?" And I'm like, "No, because I don't have access to the post office." Like, 
I can't just go there and drop you know drop it off. I actually would have to like take take a day off of work to do it. Oh, seriously, so you only get the weekends off then? Yeah. Oh, okay, and and, yeah. and my my hours of work of are the exactly the same as post office open hours. Oh, okay. What 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 the opening hours there? Um, nine to four, I believe. Oh, nine to four. I used to work nine to half five. Oh, crazy stuff. But yeah, I can understand you can't get there. I mean, at least you, at least you can drive though. I can drive, but I don't have a vehicle, you know. And it's it's pretty good far distance from where I I, I camp at I guess you would say. <laughs> yeah, and it, plus the fact it's expensive. Yeah, that's another thing that pisses me off. Prices about things, man, it's just so expensive. I know. I went to go get dinner at the store, and about cost me fifty freaking bucks, man. Fifty bucks, seriously? <laughs> just for a few steaks and some salad and. Of course, a case of beer. <clears throat> and a case of beer. And you burp after that. I like that. Nice touch. <sighs> hey, do you see somebody outside? Let's go walk mm. over that dude. Hey, who are you? I'm the new guy. New guy? How did you get in this world? Somebody got me all snockered up. And you were drunk? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. What's your name, dude? Uh, General... General. General what? General Ryu. Yeah, that is. Right. Welcome, bro. Yeah. Welcome to everybody. Welcome. I'm glad everybody's here. Yeah. So have you heard the news? <clears throat> About, About what? The main course. RPG. Oh, hell yeah. It's being released into the world. The creators, the founders, a bunch of different things. Oh, yeah. And it's a good film. Very good film. It's epic. <laughs> it is, it is. It's one of those things that's now a pulp culture. It's now, a, you know, a part of video game in history. Yeah, it should be a video game. A real video game. <laughs> I'd love uh, to do that. Oh, yeah. Maybe one day. Well, we can. We got the technology to do it. So, it's possible. Oh, yeah. I like your words. Are you drinking root beer? <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't really drink the generic stuff anymore. I used to drink that quiet stuff quite a bit. Yeah. When I was, and now it's just like it doesn't do nothing for me. I had to drink a lot of it to get drunk. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Tan pie. Tan pie. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, we're getting drunk in Minecraft. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder what drunk uh, Minecraft drunk is like. Probably blocky, blurry vision. Well, for first of all, this beer is really weird. I've never had a square can before. Yeah, the beer's pretty square. Oh shit! Look, there's a ghost over there. Oh a white. No. It's gonna shoot at us. General Dodge is coming. He's shooting at you. Dodge! Oh, dodge! Dodge! Uh, quickly. Oh. <clears throat> the ground's on fire. Oh no. Shit, that was close. The house, dude. The house. Hell no. The house is on fire. You hear that you know, song, The Roof's on Fire? Well, literally it is. Yeah. The roof. Oh shit, we're in trouble. On fire. The roof. The roof. The roof is on fire. Burn, motherfucker, burn. Burn, baby, burn. What the fuck? There's phones in Minecraft? Do you hear that? 
Yeah. What the fuck, dude? I think someone's trying to call us. We've never had a caller on this show before. H hold on here. Uh, hello? Who is this? Hey, answer it. Hi. This is me, Jay Speefer, and... Okay, they introduce themselves. Okay, they're going by, uh, James, what was it, James Biza? J uh, JCB for and Mind Sculptor. Okay. Yo, Mind Sculptor, what's up? We would like to ask you some questions. Okay, so you got some questions for us and, and Ryu, huh? Okay, well, what kind of questions are you going to ask us? It better not be anything sick and wrong, man. It better not be anything fucking sick and wrong. As we've sort of begun the development of our friendship with you and General Ryu, we have developed quite a few questions that we would uh, like to get some information on just to get you get to know you a little bit better. Okay, well, we would like to get to know you guys a little better, especially if you're going to be coming up to Butte, Montana. We need to understand you guys a little bit more. Uh, we wa we've watched numerous videos that you've made, and uh, we would love to know a little bit more Thank that you. you Thank really you. revealed in the videos by asking you some questions. So we will just cut right to the chase and ask you the questions right away. Do you want to start off? Why don't you start off? Okay, I'll start off. All right, first question is both for you, Andrit, and General Ryu. And the question is, how did you two meet? How did you get to know one another? Okay, so their first question they're asking us over the phone is how we met General Ryu. Well, we met through my sister, Shelly. Yeah, I knew his sister back in high school, you know. Um, I was kind of uh, into her and wanted to get to know her, you know. You know, get to know her. And so I went over to her house, and I run into General Ryu. Now, see, his sister really didn't, uh, you know, pick up on the fact that I was, uh, you know, into her, you know, into her. And um, uh, you just kept bugging me, and I'm like, dude, I'm over here to try to hit on your sister, and you keep bugging me. And eventually it bugged me enough, we started hanging out, <clears throat> and eventually your sister went her own way, and uh, we've been friends ever since. That was back in like 2000, no, not 2000, 1998. We go old school, back when Donkey Kong Country 3 came out, yo. Okay, I have a, I have a question, actually. Okay. Right, so, how the hell did you come up with this movie? Where did, where did the ideas come from? What was the inspiration? The inspiration started with, uh, um... His dad. Yeah, my dad. dad originally did a video clip called The Deer and the Bear. And it was that little video of him playing with some, de you know, yard, yard deer animals and making a skit out of it. I'm like, I want to make something out of it. And um, I created my first main course episode and then did that for many, many years. And um, later on, I saw a video clip um, on YouTube by a few people. One of them was Jeff. One of them was by uh, Rubius Eden. And another one was by uh, Mark Leung. And the videos were called College Saga, Final Fantasy Real, and Final Fantasy Spoof. <clears throat> and uh, I saw what they were doing in the video with the menus and making it look like a game. I'm like, wow, if they can do this for a skit, I wonder if I could do this for a whole movie. And I put the main course and the RPG idea and put it together and just built from there bit of trivia there for you listeners yes yes and another question uh, not really constructive but why did you upload different clips uh, years from years past uh, that were in the finished movie 
when you uploaded them to YouTube? The ones I uploaded to YouTube, see, before it became a movie, it um, actually was going to be a web show. But uh, it just, we'd made different episodes. And then I decided, hey, I should take these different episodes of the first few, make some more, and put them together as one big movie. And so that's why I removed it, and I'm like, fixed a lot of the mistakes that were in the original um, um, episodes. As a matter of fact, if you look at the difference from the original, of course they're gone now, but the original uh, <clears throat> main courses uploaded on YouTube, they said episode numbers instead of chapters. Sweet, sweet deal. So and, and how does it feel to have finally completed the, the five-year-long project? It is like a completion of my soul. I mean, I've been when I first started the project, I was like, "Wow, this is going to be forever." And so the ending ending vision was very, very far in the future, and I didn't know how long it would be. I just knew it was going to uh, be a long time. And so I yeah. just kept myself thinking about the day. Um, matter of fact, it was when I was watching um, the ending of. The Peach's Slutty Adventure and watching Dexter make the ending to the uh, Peach's Slutty Adventure is what made me like, I've got to get to that point. I want to know what that feels like to finish something. And how does it feel for you, Ryu? Feels good, man, to do something. That would never be possible, and sure enough, you know, people like my voice and thought I was funny and thought, I never, I've never done this before with stuffed animals before. Well, you did a good job with the butthead impression, anyway. I I tried my best. You know, I was given a script, and there you go. Like, say the words, uh, and then of course I did improv a little bit when I said the what, and then the one phrase where it says, "You can hang out long as you like." That's what I improved on. Mm. I was supposed to say as long as you like, but I, uh, then I just said long as you like. Yeah, there was a few lines in that movie that were. Um, um, accidental. They weren't the original script. Like I think one of them was when Triceratops what um, says um, says, "Oh, he must be out of beer." He was, I think, was the original line that um, you were supposed to say. You're supposed to say he was supposed to be out of beer, and somehow you said, "Well, he must be out of beef." And I'm like, you know what? I actually like that better. So it's staying in. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably settle for that one too. All right, let's see what Mindscopt and them got for us. Next question. What is it like living in Butte, Montana? Okay, so they're asking us what it's like to live in Butte, Montana. What is it like? Honestly, it's like living anywhere else. You go to work, you wake up, get drunk. It's like anywhere else in the USA. I've lived in multiple places, and uh, it's no different than um, anywhere else in the USA. only difference is, is maybe slightly cultural differences, like... I don't know, we're more into skiing, hunting, and outdoorsy stuff, whereas in the big cities, they're into uh, probably the major big clubbing and different things. But in general, it's to me, it's just like it's like living in any other place in the USA. You do the same thing day in, day out. Next question. Uh, both Jay Speefer and I love the videos where you actually cook food together. Uh, well, okay, I'm going to start over. Next question is, would you please post more videos of you cooking delicious food? 
Okay, yeah, hell yeah. I'll, I'll post more videos of cooking delicious food. Got Thanksgiving coming up, but I think I've done enough turkeys and videos, though. I love to cook. I don't know if you guys noticed that when uh, I'm always oh, definitely. cooking stuff. Especially when I get with the turkeys. I don't notice every time, every time I butter that turkey, I get a little physical with it. Real physical. <laughs> I like rubbing it and sticking my hand down the neck part and going in and out, in and out, and rubbing that butter all over its back. And oh, it's just, I don't know. They, someone told me, says, if you're cooking, if you can have an orgasm while you're cooking and preparing the food, it will be delicious. So cooking is like sex. It's you've gotta you've gotta mate with your food a bit and, and get it good. And, and it just tastes so much better. Oh just the way I like it. Fuck yeah. Cooking is good. It's actually good. I was every time I've had a good meal, I don't have to worry about asking my sister to cook. Mm. Like her cooking, man, it literally it's like I go to try his cooking cooking out. It is delicious. But your sister's always turns out to be fucking cardboard. Fucking yeah. hosey. Lack of something. She's always uh, miscalculating on something on the cooking wise. There's a, either something's not stuffed or something's not there and it's like why isn't it there and she gives us, gives us a, a look. Like the blank look like they do in RPGs. Alright, let's see what else they're asking us. Okay, next question. Uh, ever since we watched the vlog episode where you were... I believe you entitled it, uh... How to Run Someone Out of Town. Basically the Gun Grave Forever situation. Uh, we were wondering if there were any updates on that. Uh, they were asking about Guns Grave Forever. I'm not gonna even answer that question because I don't want Guns Grave Forever to have the... the dick ego stroke to hear hear anything like that so we're going to skip that question uh, if there's any other information you can give has he tried to contact you or anything uh we understand that that was a pretty serious situation so we're just curious about any follow-up information about any communication between you and gun grave forever fuck gun grave next forever. question is if you had to rate your top anthrit videos whether that's things like music videos or vlog episodes, what videos in your mind stick out as the most memorable ones that you've filmed? Okay, this next question is interesting, so you guys can get involved in it too. Um, he's asking me um, what, uh, personally, what my favorite Anthrit music video and vlog is. And um, I'm going to say my favorite vlog is the one where I get married. I love that vlog. It means a lot to me. And for the music videos, um, my favorite is Fucking Me on Friday. That's actually my personal favorite out of all I did because I felt it was more professional than the previous music videos. For example, um, some might be shocked to find out, the video I dislike the most out of videos that I made in the music is Living in HD. I thought so. I... I don't know. I just, it just, that thing was an experiment, and I just can't believe what happened, what happened there. <laughs> and it's still actually one of my least liked videos that I, that I made. You, what's your favorite and uh, least favorite? Me, my favorite is Living in HD. I'm sorry, but I just, <laughs> it's the, it was the first, it was the first video I'd ever seen about you. This is how I found out about you, about Dexter Manning, you know? 
because when I used to work with him on Peach's Slutty Adventure, you know, and and he made this video about you and your video. Yeah, I, I clicked. I admitted. I clicked it. Two seconds in, I I just quit. You know, I just stopped watching it. But then, sometime later, I just decided to go back and watch it because I just thought, you know what? I'll just give it a try and see what it's like. And I just loved it from there. <laughs> I just had a feeling that would happen when I uploaded the damn thing. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was just funny. I still I've, I've I actually listened to it recently, like a, a week ago or something. And it was just like I, I hadn't listened to it in quite a, uh, quite a long time either. So I just decided it popped up. So I thought, fuck yeah, I'll listen to it. General, my favorite video of all time of Anthrax would be up to be fuck hard because you actually do get to see a little bit of Dexter at the end toward the end, and he actually does say the phrase. Oh yeah, yeah. It was because of of Dexter's video that he made is the reason why that fuck tarted t- song happened. I actually took the audio from it and put it in the background of the music. You could hear Dexter going, fuck tarted. Fuck tarted. Tarted. Yeah, I especially liked his one phrase, too, whenever he did Peach of the Slutty Adventure. Titty fuck. That just stuck out. It was like, that made me think of that fuck tarted song. And actually, yeah. General Ryu, I have a question for you. And this question is: We were you. I remember you said you did the policeman in the uh, original Slutty Peach Slutty Adventure, but we were curious which one was it. Oh, um, oh well, it was a pretty long time ago. I believe it was the um, yeah, it was the green one. The green one, because I remember one yeah. went nyah nyah, and then there was that one that shouted all the time. That was me. The, okay, you the were the shouting one. Okay, so my guess was right. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have known, huh? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, why did Light Drake attack General Ryan? We know that he, and we're just curious, hmm. what exactly happened where General Ryu got attacked? Yeah, and are you guys still friends? Cause... Well, he's asking about Light Drake, so that's another question I mean, that's General skipped. Ryu seems like an incredibly likable guy. Light Next Drake question. is a stalker. Yeah. In one of your videos... You talked about Cozy, a situation where she ran into a stick. And essentially it was her own fault because she didn't pay attention to where the fuck she was going. And you've never laid a finger on her. So what was the situation with the stick? We're very curious about the situation with the stick that she ran into. Okay, well they're asking about the stick that Cosette ran into. And I think I'm going to answer this question. I wasn't at first, but I think I'm going to answer this one because it pertains to the sword that um, is in the main course RPG near the end that we uh, I uh, we made. Um, some think we bought it on eBay and it's some type of reproduction thing or something, but no, um, we built that sword ourselves. And the stick part of it, of the sword, we um, had around. Um, was it your? Pl- yeah, was that your at? at, at um, your place, General, and we were... I was goofing around with it and swinging it around in the house, which I probably shouldn't have, and um, she comes around the corner and walks right into it as I'm swinging it, and uh, got a bit of a surprise. Yeah, and, then she, and then she went around and telling everybody that I beat her and abused her because of it. I'm like, no, it was an accident. It was a complete accident. It was not deliberate. It's just one of those things. I was goofing off, swinging around the stick, pretending it was a sword, and she happened to come around the corner and walk right into one of the swings that I did, so bad luck, bad timing, man, you know. Which, that stick we put together, and we used two pieces of cardboard on the stick, 
and um, we taped it together with duct tape. And then we went to the dollar store and bought the different colors of duct tape and then just sat there, I remember, for like almost two hours in the back of the van at the store because we had to go back in because we sometimes we ran out of duct tape on the sword, remember? That's why we stayed at this. We built it in the parking lot. And so if we ran out of tape, we'd run in and go buy some more and start taping yep. up again. So the, the Ano sword is a stick that Cozy ran into, um, two pieces of cardboard, and a bunch of dollar store colored tape, duct tape. Yep. That reminds me of that uh, skit in one of the, your fucked up album called... Duct tape land. Oh wow, you're going old school there. There you duct go. Duct tape, duct tape, duct tape land. Next question, and um, you don't have to go into extravagant detail about this if you choose to answer this question. But Jason and I were wondering what your favorite uh, old school video games are, and like what are some of the old school video game consoles that you've owned. Just rattle a few off the top of your head, because I imagine you're—you know—it's clear that you're a big fan of video games. Okay, so they're asking about um, favorite old school game and stuff. So I'll start with this one and say, I started old school MS DOS. I was my favorite old school game is Doom for MS DOS, the original version of the game. I didn't get into video game consoles until about the Super Nintendo era. Then that's when I started playing consoles. And then that's when I got into the Final Fantasies. And um, um, One of my favorites at that time was Final Fantasy II on the Super Nintendo. And that's one I played to death. And so that would be my favorite old school stuff. I mean, I'm not an, an NES, you know, um, old school type of guy. I am an old MS-DOS computer user. And I had that before I even had video game consoles. So I was into, like, the original Duke Nukem for DOS, uh, Commander Keen, Wolfenstein. And of course, I mentioned Doom. I was big into MS-DOS computer gaming. I was an original computer gamer from the beginning. That's my old-school gaming history is um, MS-DOS. See colon slash war. Enter W-A-R and plays me some Warcraft. I go way back. You, General? Yeah, same thing with me. I remember playing Betrayal Crondor, old-style RPG on the uh, on Sierra, if you remember that company. Sierra did a lot of, like, basically, it was like your typical RPG. You rolled up, you got stats, and, of course, they put in a little cheat code thing that you could access to where you could get, get all the goodies ahead of time, like the keys or the diamonds and the money and the rations and... Being able to heal your characters immediately with, let's say, if they were lo low and at the time, yeah, you had to type in CD backslash BAK CD, then you had to type in Crondor, and yeah, but, so. But I do know you're into the regular Nintendo. You actually collect that stuff. I never was into that era, so why don't you tell me a little bit about the favorites of that era that you were into? Oh, there was a ton of games for the old NES game. Maniac Mansion, Final Fantasy, the original Final Fantasy, when they first, when they were first testing out, when they were just about to go bankrupt, and that's when they hit and said, why don't we make the final game for the NES, and sure enough, that's what took off and made it really epic. You know, the director of that decided to do it again, except this time he called it the last story for the Wii. I haven't played it yet. 
Have you? Anybody here? No. No? Because it's made no. by the original creator of the Final Fantasy, because he, he left uh, the project, I remember, about Final Fantasy 8-ish. He went off to do his own thing, and he tried to make another RPG called The Last Story. It's like, hmm, I wonder who created this. The Last Story, Final Fantasy, you see some similarities there. I love their music that they did, you know, for Final Fantasy VI or three on the Super Nintendo. That's what really got me involved in playing the Final Fantasies, you could say. That one actually stuck out, because I actually can tell you every character in there. Even the extras, the NPCs. And... Yeah, Final Fantasy VI was my favorite. You got a favorite character? Um... Not really, I haven't played it in a while, so I wouldn't... Maybe Bannon? Ah, the head returner. Yeah, or or Loke, or whatever, however you pronounce it. Yeah, Locke the treasure hunter. Yeah, Locke. (laughs) Locke. And what about your favorite old school game? What's your old school game in history there, buddy? Well, my favorite would probably be uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, mainly because I had a Genesis since I was about the age of three. Or in the UK, we call it the Mega Drive, Sega Mega Drive. But um, I'll just I'll just stick to that. And um, yeah, it was Sonic the Hedgehog on the uh, Genesis. And I used to spend hours and hours with my uh, dad just playing the uh, this game. And um, a little while later, I had a Game Boy, you know, the classic chunky ones with Super Mario Land 1. And I also used to play that. But um, so yeah, my my origins come from the sort of Sega Genesis. But I've always been into. Uh, and later on, a few years later, I went on to MS DOS and played some awesome games like that. Like you said, Commander Keen, Doom, everything else. It, you know, it was, those were my roots, sort of thing. Nice. So and I miss those days. Yeah, same here. And then you mentioned the old chunky Game Boy. I had a lot of games for that thing back in the day. I probably played that more than any video game console back in the day. Well, I, I, I didn't grow up in a rich family, so I ended up getting a used uh, Game Boy and finding used games around town, and I played the crap out of it. I remember, I remember sitting there for hours under a lamp in the living room um, playing uh, Link to the Past, the little Zelda game on there. Yeah. <clears throat> I played the shit out of it. That was a good game. For, for a Game Boy Classic, I mean, they, they had some really good games. I mean, they were really long games, you know, just... They were, they were, they were brilliant. You, you, yeah, you had to have a lamp and everything, but... You know, because you wouldn't have any lights in them, but... They were so playable. They were enjoyable. They were they were so simple. That was our childhood, you know? Yeah, I remember, like, when I first played Super Mario Land 2, that blew my mind because... That was the first Mario that, like, had, like, a world map to it and a shitload of levels and hidden levels and... And that wasn't seen until the Super Nintendo, of course, but um, that was the first one that had that world map kind of aspect of go where you want kind of Mario action. I remember I loved it. It was like a huge world to explore. It just blew my mind back then, you know? For, I mean, yeah, exactly. For an 8-bit, just an 8-bit handheld, it still amazes me to this day what it, it, what it could do. Like, for example, I used to play Kirby's Dreamland. Uh, on oh, the Game that's Boy. another one of my favorites. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. You know, the original one from the Game Boy. Mm-hmm. I used to spend. So, I used to. I used to trade all the time with my friends. You know, like Super Mario Land for Kirby's Dream Land, and I always have a hard time trying to trade just to borrow. You know, just to borrow it for at least one night. You know, eventually he would give in, and I'd be. I'd sit up and just play it. Fun times. Oh yeah, I remember that game. That was a. That was, I think, like my second game, because I think my Game Boy, when I bought it, it came with the Super Mario Land, the first 
Mario Land. And, and after that, I was addicted to that system. I collected a lot of games for that. I have no clue what happened to them now, but <clears throat> I've been trying to search them out again. So what well, is your favorite RPG, Mark? Have you uh, on the uh, Game Boy? Honestly? Yeah, which one? Oh, I, was, I, thought you meant, I thought you meant in general. Well, for, really and truly, I didn't play that many RPGs on the Game Boy, so I can't really say I've got a favorite. I did play Pokemon Red and Blue, and Silver as well, um, a few other ones, but I, on the Game Boy, I didn't really play that many RPGs. I played a lot more sort of platformers. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, wow. Um, you know, sort of strategy maybe, and just adventure games. I, admittedly, I didn't really have that many games for the Game Boy. I think I had like three or four, maybe. Yeah, the, I did like the Final Fantasies on the Game Boy. They were a little weird, as it was one of those ones that kind of how you had to, your weapons broke on you. That was kind of a weird concept for RPG gaming, but they were actually pretty fun. I really enjoyed the uh, the, the um, Final Fantasy lands they came out with for the system. Yep, they had Final Fantasy Land 1, 2, and 3, and then they had Final Fantasy Adventure, and I remember in the USA version, you smuggled in uh, bananas. Bananas, and in the Japanese version, it was drugs. <laughs> you know, it was too harmful for the kids to leave drugs in the game, so they replaced the word and changed it to bananas. But the scene, you could figure out what's going on. Because yeah. you're smuggling bananas, and it really doesn't make any sense why you're smuggling bananas. And then when you look up the history behind that, you find out it was actually about drugs. Okay, well, that makes the scene more sensible, because why the fuck are you, you know, <laughs> smuggling exactly, fucking bananas? Yeah. Maybe well they want a snack. Maybe DK wants a snack. That's why they smuggled in bananas. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, K. Rule made them illegal. No, that was a good game on Super Nintendo. That's when I got into the... That one I played the shit out of, and I can still to this day find every secret, know all the moves, and I can play it in less than a couple of hours and find everything in it. Donkey Kong, my favorite was Donkey Kong Country. The original. The, yeah, the, the SNES. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that's the one I was talking about. That's the one I know yeah. everything about, inside and out. Donkey Kong 3 sucked. Yeah, by that point it was kind of done. And then, well, everyone kind of here knows my opinion on the Returns one because... It literally got returned. Yeah. That one, they took out all the old school elements like K-Rule and most of their buddies, like when you collect... The yeah, no spider, no, 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 um, what was his name, Expresso, the ostrich. I mean, I was thinking, okay, the Wii has four players on it. Why couldn't they bring in the other two characters? They could have made player one, you know, Donkey Kong, two, Diddy, three, Dixie, and four, Chunky Ass Kong. That's what I call them. But it's like you look at that and they go, why didn't they use that feature of the Wii and bring in all the characters? And then why did what was with the deal with replacing um, the enemies? I mean, basically what they did, they might as well have just taken the Goombas and uh, Koopa Troop out of Mario and replaced it with, uh, I don't know, Shy Guys, which they actually did that in one game, Super Mario Brothers 2. But that's what basically what they did with the Donkey Kong Country Returns. They took they took one thing that I actually loved. I loved the enemies, K. Rule, the whole universe of Donkey Kong Country, and they took that all away. The only thing that was Donkey Kong Country in there was just Donkey and Diddy, and I think um, Cranky was in there... And, uh, they did have the, they did have the rhino, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, everything else, yeah. everything else was all 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 changed. 
Yeah, it didn't. Kidding. It didn't feel like a Donkey Kong Country Returns. It felt like a Donkey Kong slapping my dick ass. It it, it, it pissed <laughs> me off. After all them years of waiting for a new Donkey Kong Country game, this that's what we got. Of course, and it wasn't made by the same company. Of course, you know that. No, that, that's what I think happened there. That's that's what I think happened. I think um, Rareware actually owns the rights to all the Donkey Kong Country enemies and side characters, but Don, but Nintendo only owns Donkey and Diddy. That's it. And I think that's what happened there when they switched companies like that. They lost the rights to um, basically the uh, Donkey Kong Country universe. That's just my opinion. I'm just speculating, but that's my gamer's intuition. Well, that's your intuition. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. All right, let's see what other questions they asked. So we were just curious about that. Okay, uh, this next question is just for Anthrit. Anthrit, how did you meet your... Beautiful wife Lydia. Uh, we're, we, you know, we understand that you know you guys have been married now for you just had your one year anniversary a few months ago, and uh, we were just curious, how did you two meet? Okay, so they're asking how I met my wife. Well, yeah, it's true. I never actually vlogged about how we met. It's just all of a sudden she was there and we got married, and that's what happened there. Um, so basically that part was not cut in because that was a part of my life where. I guess I got away from YouTube and blogging for a while, and um, we were friends at the hotel I worked at, and we just hung out and hanged out every day, and she got me out of the house and took me out to the malls with her, and we just hung out, and one day I'm just like, hey, you want to be my girlfriend? And she said yes, and that's where we went from there, and um, it was a long road from there, and... Um, so yeah, I can see where a lot of people are confused on that situation, how all of a sudden I'm married and have this girl in my life because I wasn't vlogging at the time. I just I was too busy uh, hanging out with her and didn't have my camera with me. So that little part of history just didn't get into, into my vlogs. And I never actually thought that would confuse people, but I guess that makes sense all of a sudden here. I'm single and all of a sudden I'm married out of nowhere. Well, what will be will be if you have kinds of feelings, then no one can stop you. Exactly. Really? That's, that's what I say. No one can stop you. You can't help who you fall in love with. No matter what gender, age, or whatever, can't stop. It just happened. So I just say, yeah, I'm happy for you, man. I'm, you know. No, it surprised me, too, because I went years being single after that Cosette bullshit, and uh, and then uh, I met uh, I met my wife, you know. Originally, believe it or not, I was planning on going to Japan to meet my uh, my woman, and but my woman actually came from Japan to me. It's kind of weird. How, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's weird how that happened. So, and <laughs> what the funny thing is, is uh, it creates an opportunity for some other things in the future in Japan as well that yeah. we've been planning out. And uh, we're going to kind of keep that secret, but until I'm ready to announce it, and it'll probably just be like our wedding one day. All of a sudden, I'm vlogging in Japan. <laughs> See, that would be epic. One minute you're in Montana, then the next you're in Tokyo. And she's actually, she's from Osaka, Japan, so she's never been to actual Tokyo, so... Ah. Uh. Because I guess Japanese don't get around much, even though it's a small country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she says, I told her, yeah, I'm going to take you to Tokyo. We're going to have a lot of fun. I even told her, I said, and, and, and a little thing for a video clip idea that I got for a vlog is, um, um, we're going to go walking into one of the Tokyo gay, gay, gay bars, you know? And just see what it's all about. Yeah, I think, it, I think it, would, it would be making be a fun so... vlog because nobody's ever vlogged about it, you know, on YouTube. So I figured that'd be an interesting vlog that people would be like, 
what the fuck? And probably have a good time at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I could imagine what it, what it would be like in Japan. I mean, they love they love it. You know, they just they just they're so different to us. You know, to like the Western cultures. You know, they do things their own way, and they don't give a shit what anyone thinks. Exactly, and I think I like that attitude. I mean, for example, um, of course, there's a good attitude. I mean, it's 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 different. You know, you have to be different. Hello, Brayhawk. Hello, Brayhawk. You are on the air with the rest of us. Um, so now we got Brayhawk jumping in here. And Next question relates to life in Butte, Montana. We were curious about what there is to do in, Mon- in Butte, Montana, specifically like the nightlife. We imagine that you guys probably have frequented, uh, frequented some bars and clubs in Butte. We were just curious about what it's like there. Cow tipping. Okay. Oh, did, you, did you hear that? Even though it's kind of funny, there's actually no cows around here. What's it like living in Butte, Montana? Well, you need to come up here on St. Patrick's Day to really experience cow that. tipping. If you can't find a cow, um, I don't know, uh, horse tipping, maybe? I don't know. Is there such a thing? Well, I never heard of horse tipping, but I do know there's horses in people's yards, but that'll probably get you a you know, shot or something. Yeah, some guy will come out with a shotgun and say, Get the hell off my property. What are you doing here? <laughs> Try having that happen when you're a kid, about 14 years old. And just running for your life, not knowing what the hell's going on. I mean, he didn't shoot at us. He just brought his gun out and told us to get the fuck off his property and started chasing us. We were out of there. Yeah, that whole area of the country. Uh, I, I haven't spent much time in Montana, but I did grow up in Wyoming. And I know uh, Montana and Wyoming, I believe, are one of the few states left that you can actually shoot somebody uh, for uh, things like stealing, uh, stealing cattle, stealing horses, livestock, things like that. Um, and uh, and general trespassing. I think Texas is one of them, too. Yeah, for example, in Montana, um, you can have a gun on you as long as it's not concealed. You don't need a permit or nothing. You can just have a gun just right on your hip. And I see people doing it all all the time around town. This isn't, no, t- take no offense or anything. So this is not stereotype. This is actually true, true shit right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Oh, Seriously. Especially during the forest fire, which in that vlog I'll upload later. I remember when we were up at that property area, everyone at that time was having their guns on them. It's because of people coming up there and um, we're starting to get into the burnt down houses and stealing the stuff that the people had left, you know. So they had to protect themselves, you know. Yeah, Yeah. valuable stuff like jewelry, movies, games. I mean, yeah, somebody just lost their house and then you're going to go in there and uh, steal what what survived. That's, That's really nice. No morals, no morals at all. I always joke it's about sick, Montana. You know? I always joke about Montana be, because it, it could be perfect for a sequel to that weird. I've never really seen it, but from what I've got told by people, I always joke to say about Brokeback Montana. <laughs> that's another thing that's misconcept. There really isn't much, I guess you would say, cowboyish-looking people or hick people. Everyone kind of is pretty like normal. I mean, compared to other areas. I, I mean, matter of fact, when you see an actual guy who dresses up like a cowboy, it's like, whoa, what the hell? You know? So that, that like, hick aspect is not existent. It's almost like when you do see somebody dressed like that, it's like, whoa, what the heck is he wearing? I'm going to a fancy dress party. Yep. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, if, if, if they're interested in what the nightlife is like, they definitely got to come up here during St. Paddy's Day. Yeah, and the different bars, there's, like, the... 
Zeppies, they have like on Fridays and Saturdays, they call it the mix and you can dance there, you can drink there. Everybody that I know of is at least over 21 at least that I know of. You never know. Some people could go in there as under and do a whole sting operation and bam, it's over. Well, what's interesting about the bars, I know I, I don't normally go to them a lot. And I recently went out with General Ryu about a couple weeks back. I'm going around the bar, and all I see are these... They must be just barely over 21 years old. And I feel so awkward, not because I'm in this bar. It's just that everyone around me is a freaking kid. <laughs> I can't explain it. It's like, where can I go to like meet people my own age, at least? I mean, I went to this one place, I'm like, these are all kids in here. Well, excuse me. They're all pups. For being 22. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it. I'm, I'm 30, so it's just like... I'm noticing that generation gap. It's like, wow. Not many um, people my age go out to bars as often as they used to. Yeah, look at my age, man. I don't even feel like I'm 30, 30 and soon to be 31. It's like, I don't even look it. People card me all the time looking, saying, Hey, kid, what are you doing here? Get out of here. It's like, I got my ID. You want to see it? <laughs> They're like, oh, it must be fake printed. It's like, how can I counterfeit a real ID? Because there's, a, there's uh, like, for instance... Montana is known for its bears. On the back of your, on the front of your ID, if you take the watermark, you'll see in the in background, gold grizzly bears. Yeah, and screw the cats. Yep. It's like, what uh, the hell? You. Is that is that is that your cat, Brayhawk? <laughs> I think he's screwing uh-huh. with us there. Because here in Montana, that's another thing. If you're gonna live here in Montana, you're either a Missoula grizzly fan. Or you're a Bozeman MSU Cats fan. And there's always been this big, um, I guess, rivalry between it. Look at that. Look at how someone down on it. Like, what the Tyler. fuck is that? Dude. Damn it. Get my camera on. Get my fucking camera on. Damn it. Damn it. Oh, man, He's going to pass before it boots up. Oh, I barely got it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. There that was, was fucking weird. Was that a dog pushing his bike? Yes. That was fucked up. Oh, you don't, have to worry about, you don't have to worry about a license? Not unless you're... Um... Okay, well, that's what you see in Butte, Montana. We just saw a guy on a bike being pulled by his dog. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I've got to come to Montana now, straight away. Yep. I mean, come on, cut the guy some slack. I mean, gas prices are through the freaking roof right now. Yeah, they yeah. are. <laughs> they are, they are, yep. It's but... what you got to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was funny, after that snowstorm, um, I saw a guy out there. He's out there just, and these hills are steep, and he's just, he's out there on his cheap little bicycle just going at it, and I'm like, wow. I've never actually done biking on uh, <clears throat> snow and ice before, but I'm sure it's not easy. It's not, no. No, it isn't. It's like telling someone to push a sled uphill than downhill. But, yeah, if you're going to come to Butte... Gotta go go partying. There's a lot of that here. Yeah, and then if every, you're if you're into hiking, biking, skiing, um, hunting, mountain climbing. mountain climbing, and stuff like that, this will be the state for you. If you're not, um, you're gonna get bored pretty quick, and you're gonna leave pretty quick. A little, like a little jerk that came and visited us a while back. I knew he wouldn't survive because he's not into that shit. Yeah, he was just flat out rude. He was always demanding. It's like, oh, come on, we can deal with the terrorists. At least with the terrorists, they'd have a list of demands. And you know what they'd want. And he, he'd be saying, 
I want this. I'm gonna take this, okay? Without the without people's consent and saying, Okay, go ahead, have at it. Nope. He would just say help himself to it. Yeah, bad house guests. <laughs> Those are the kind of people that like White Drake was. He was basically he didn't know how to keep his hands out of his own out of his own pro disrespect other people's properties basically. Basically he's the kind of guy that comes into your house and when he's gone, you don't notice the shit's missing until you go looking for it. Like something small, like a candle or some hand sanitizer or your wife's uh, chopsticks. That all of a sudden they're just That's... gone. And you already know who's doing it. And he's one of those guys that has a history. And everywhere he goes, he gets, he's, you know, everyone's complaining that every, every, you know, when he's around, little little stuff comes up missing. It's you know, it's not the, not like it's not like it's not like stealing you know, not stealing your TV or your stereo or something like that. It's something stupid and small like you know, like I said, it'll be the lighter your your um, hand sanitizer or something <laughs> small that really isn't you know a big deal, but might have some you know sentimental value behind it, and they don't know it. Talking about hand sanitizer, I'm addicted to using it. You know, I've got some sort of OCD. Using this, I, I mean, I use it like I can buy a big bottle bottle of uh, hand sanitizer. It'll be gone within like uh, a week, a week and a half tops. Oh wow! Hey, that's the well, I use it at work because I have to open some mail and deal with paperwork, and I def I use yeah, you it a don't lot. Know. And you do, you know? Yeah, you don't. You don't know where people have been. They could have their fingers wherever, somewhere, you know, where you a sewer, for example. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, the person who who did the paperwork, especially especially when some of it I do know they're called bathroom logs, bathroom cleaning logs. Come on. Yeah, I know where it's know, been. <clears throat> the dirtiest thing a person can handle is money, believe it or not. Because yes. there's so many hands it goes through. You never know. That person could be dealing cocaine for all we know. Well, it's like something I have to deal with on, on my end is um, they send us the credit card receipts from the stores. And in these credit card receipts, everyone had to sign them, you know, at some point in time. So think about it's just that little stack that's no bigger than my hand of about a couple hundred of these things of how many people have touched that one little stack of paper. Yeah, yeah it goes around the whole world. It circulates. You can have all sorts of junk on there. Greyhawk, nice job on the videos. I really like them a lot. You did a very good job of them. Oh, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Always. Every I've seen the videos of with you and answered it. It's like I want to join in that adventure. Yeah, that would have been cool. Seeing you guys get drunk and having a good old time. <laughs> it's like, boy, I remember back in the day when when kids would have fun, and nowadays kids are stuck on their playing their Wii's and their 360's and their PS3's and not even really get in touch with nature and getting involved. Oh, Side. I am going to try to get out that way uh, by sometime next summer, so we will definitely have a repeat. We will definitely involve you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun. And, you know, if thinking of the guys who are answering your questions, if you guys are willing to come up here, and the ideas popped in my head, is maybe if a few people do want to come visit me, what about creating some type of gathering or event where multiple people can come up and visit? Yeah, not just me, not just Anted, not just you, not just Mark. We can have a group group deal, you know, and have different kind of events. Like, you know, like I know oh. Greyhawk, he wants to do some mountain bike. We can have a mountain biking event and then maybe do like, I don't know, a musical event and have a bar hopping event and do different things and just have fun together. Yeah, exactly. You know, if, if they hadn't sold that bus at the pawn shop, 
I would have, I would have bought that in a heartbeat. I would have said, let's put a down payment on it and call it our own bus, the uh, the mini adventures. And then, especially if people get in our way, we have like a bulldozer, like they do for snow, uh, snow traveling. Yeah, I, Mr. Plow. Just get him out of your way. Yep. That was totally random, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm known for my random. I call stupid but random randoms. Stupid Things but are... random randoms. Yep. That's a pretty random name. Yeah. I like I like the randomness emitting from all of you right now. It's making me really, really special. <laughs> I know you love the random. Yep. That's why I like random battles and RPGs and role playing games. That, that's what and... created it in our spirit, man. <laughs> That's it was RPG. engraved on our... It was engraved. <laughs> yep, that's what I like about RPGs. You never know what you're going to fight. One moment you're fighting a, a, a simple troll, and the next moment you're fighting a behemoth, and you're like, what the... <laughs> yeah. Or the next moment you got Bugs Bunny pissing all over you. You know, that's there's always that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to piss in my mouth. Nip, nip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to uh, face fuck him. <laughs> yep, yep. I love that part. Yep, 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 yep. What did, what did you think when you hit the part where they, uh, the troll fucking, where they, um, it goes on for like almost two minutes of just Bugs Bunny fucking drunk butthead in the face? Uh, you know, I, that was that was some serious trolling right there. <laughs> it um, was. I, I thought for a second that there was something wrong with uh, <laughs> my computer, something wrong with my DVD player or my optical drive, and. Yeah. <laughs> that was the goal of it. Yeah, we wanted to do something for that, those trollers out there. It's like, they wanted something funny, and they got it. They wanted... Yeah, that, was, that was good. It's well, one of those things you don't expect it, and you know, all of a sudden you think, okay, wait a minute, it's still going. Is something wrong here? Yeah, you check out your DVD drive, you're like, no, there's nothing wrong there, and sure enough... And believe it or not, it's I think it's only like a minute and a half of actual screen time, but it feels like freaking forever. It, yeah. Because <laughs> all I did is basically it's just one of those things I just sit there and hit the, you know, um, paste button a bunch of fucking time. And it was about a minute. I'm like, I wonder how long this is. I'm like, Whoa. Okay. That's enough trolling for now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. So, let's see what else they got on their question board. Uh, your anthrate, uh, I guess your uh, your soundtracks that you posted on your website. You have a lot of songs that are inspired or directly related to the Final Fantasy games and the Donkey Kong games. We were curious what some of your favorite video game soundtracks are. Favorite video game soundtracks. Ooh, I'm going to have to say my ultimate favorite um, is the Donkey Kong Country soundtrack, the Donkey Kong Country on Super NES. And second would be the uh, Final Fantasy 2 soundtracks, or anything Final Fantasy after that. But definitely a personal favorite is Donkey Kong Country. You, General? Mine is uh, the Super Coding series. You know, it's like an unestimated game you wouldn't expect. So many characters to be in your team. You could do five different, five or more styles of combat. It's like okay, ship on ship, one on one, duels, army versus army. Actually going out and leveling up your characters, making sure that they are in their best equipment, and it, it was just loads of fun. And then we were able to record and use a basic microphone and able to get the all 
OST, as they say in the music industry, from the different the the games. We were we were unable to find them on cheap on eBay, so we said figured why not? Just yeah, because them. if you remember, there was a time before video game music was available for download on the internet, and most co game companies didn't create a soundtrack CD, so. For my early days of recording, I was pretty good at ripping video game music, and I would—that's how I got all my old video game songs—is actually recording them through ancient methods of, you know, hooking up wires through the video out and putting them through a microphone jack and recording the music. That's the only way we could hear it. Yes, and MIDI files when they had the cheap, and it wasn't like really too—it wasn't really, you could say, not the real deal. Oh, uh, one of my favorites, well, I've got a lot of, I can't really say I've got a favorite, but one of, well, one of the best ones ever I've ever heard, I know it might sound like really mainstream or whatever, but it's um, Chrono Trigger. Ah, uh, you know, mm -hmm. Classic game, classic game, the, the soundtrack fits so well within the whole concept, the storyline, the gameplay, and even the graphics, the way everything was laid out, it really took, it struck me. You know, I was struck with awe. You know, I'd spent many a night just playing it and just downloading the soundtracks and just listening to them. And one, you know, I've had them on my iPod as well. You know, I used to have them on my iPod and um, just used to listen to it all the time. Did you notice on the, Quest, on the Anthrid Quest 7 that there's a Chrono Trigger remix song in there called Another World? Yeah, I remember, I remember, um, I remember you uh, told me about it and uh, that was a really cool track. Yeah, I spotted out the one Chrono Trigger soundtrack. I knew right away that you liked the spy, the uh, sky, uh, the sky palace music. I was like, yeah, the that. Zeal Kingdom. I remember when the Prophet was actually made Mag skies. Magus was a badass. Mm -hmm. Yes, he was the he was actually the best character. Him and believe it or not, the Amazon are the the baddest of the bad because if you look at if you leveled her up up all the way to level 99 or something like that you got the bronze twist which actually she did randomly uh she, yeah it would do the four nines it would kill any boss it didn't matter how high their defense or how high their uh, offense was you literally with uh, within a few hits even the great lavos was killed in a yeah lavos was a motherfucker but the thing is, the only problem I have with Chrono Trigger is um, that they, they didn't have a lot, enough uh, character development for Magus. No. Because, you know, he's one of the best characters. He's a badass. He's a fucking black mage. You know, no character development for him at all. We found out he's from, like, 12,000 BC, Kingdom of Zeal, you know. He's, you know, Scarlet's brother, everything else, you know. And then the game just ended like that. I mean, the ending was cool. But there could have been more development for the characters, like Magus. Well, believe it or not, uh, a lot of... Uh, he basically had everybody's attack. He had Crow Trigger's, uh, Chrono's uh, uh, Lightning 2. He had Marley's Ice 2. And he had Lu uh, Luca's uh, Fire 2. Then he had yeah. his own. Which one that I didn't see in his list of his attacks, I was like, I did see it as an attack with Shadowgeist, where he used... The, the flames, yeah, and, and where you see his other ones like deep, darker, or dark eternal, dark matter. Yeah, his uh, sh his shadow attacks, you know. And I'm surprised he didn't really have uh, Luminaire, Chrono's Luminaire. But then again, that was more or less a uh, Chrono's sort of lightning tech. Yep. I've read, I've read somewhere. 
Oh, we got to get Brayhawk in there. You into video game music there, buddy? You mean aside from the main course? Yeah. Yeah, just <laughs> video games in general. I don't know. Are you... I'm still looking for a Dream Machine 2 over here, man. I'm looking for it online, and I, I can't find one, and it's aggravating the crap out of me. Well, I'll have, some, I'll have my counterpart create you one, and then I expect to cash up front. No messing uh, around, nothing like that. I just straight out, flat out cash, and... And we'll do some kind of deal. Yeah, uh, you have your people call my people and we'll work it out. Um, 200 so, bucks and it comes in a beautiful box just spray painted with some buttons on it. Yep. Hey, I bought one. I bought one and it didn't fucking work so I, I trod on it. I stumped it to the shit out of it. To, uh, yeah. Really, really upset about it. I even cried. Well, and here, here the Chinese... Dream Machine 2 sounded so promising. Are you ready for yep. the 3? Yeah. You're all you supposed to say what? Yeah. I, I'm actually going to go to my work IT department and see if I can find me some old computers and equipment laying around that they'll sell me. And for the next movie, this one's actually going to be a machine that lights up, has a workable drive, but I'm going to modify it to make it look like a gaming console. Basically, I'm looking for an old computer. I could just basically use the electronics in it to make the mechanisms work, like the drives and the... The LEDs and whatnot, and just have some fun making this cool prop. <laughs> and it'll actually be functional. It might not actually work, you know, it might not load anything when you turn it on, but when you turn it on, all the lights will come on, the drives will work, and it'll look a little bit more authentic. Yeah, it'll actually sound like it's working instead of like, instead of like nowadays it's all quiet and whatnot, then you know that your computer's working and you know it's at work and it's trying to, it's trying to work, it's trying to work, and then bam, it works. Oh, reminds me of the good old MS DOS games. But that's how you your computer was working. Okay, the next question is, uh, have either of you considered going back to school, like for college, for a degree of some kind, um, especially when it comes to Anthrid? You've done so much with filming just on your own. You've no doubt learned so much just by your own, uh, your own experimenting with, with filming and sound and everything. Have you ever considered going to school for filmmaking? Oh, have I ever considered going back to school and was it, will it be for filmmaking? Um, no. I do plan to go to school, but not for filmmaking. My actual, I guess, ultimate dream and career that I'm building right now is I'm going to be going to school for um, things like Java programming. I want to make software and programs because for example where I'm working at right now we have a problem of a change between going from um, a paper paperwork system to an electronic system and we're in that development stage and they've really been asking me a lot of things and I'm getting going to get into their educational system and I'm going to go and learn um, Java programming so I can build software to help maintain the information of the company of transactions that people do when they're at the stores on the store level I want that's what I want to go to school for and probably what I'm going to build a career in the future is programming I mean doing the videos is it's always been a side hobby to me so I don't think I would ever want to go to school to learn it um, because even before I guess you'd say I did videos I've always wanted to uh, learn programming and maybe one day even actually program a video game that's like the big dream of mine so that's what I would go back to school for is I want to learn um, the uh, I want to learn programming do you want to include on that well I mean I can see where you're coming from with the programming I've been 
programming since I was about 16 or something, but I um, I never actually made like a fully working game. I made like basic, really basic demos and everything. But now I've sort of realized, I've found myself now, uh, where I think programming uh, is sort of a side hobby. I still have a massive, a real big passion for it uh, and computers, computer science and everything like that. But um, I'd say I found myself in, say, music creation, you know, I'm learning the uh, guitar right now. So that's something I really want to do long term. With the programming, I want to sort of keep it to a sort of hobby side. That's kind of how I, how I feel with my videos and stuff. It's like, I like doing it. It's fun. But it's not something I want my future career and something I'm going to spend money on schooling for. Right. I mean, I, I do it. I love it. And it's fun. But if I make some money off of it through, you know, YouTube partnership or something, if it ever happens someday, you know, cool. <laughs> but I'm going to spend that money on going to school to learn programming because that's that's actually been my dream since 12 years old actually it's definitely fun it's definitely worth getting into because hmm. you'll learn you know a few little things and pieces you know you you know start off basic and then you work your way up and then it could turn into a career for you you know the main course rpg may be a real game someday that's what may i'm thinking in my game. head you know well about i wish you best of luck thank you uh, same here follow your dreams dude yeah. yeah, dreams are reality. You know, you make them reality, and bam, you're there. You're just right you there. Have, you have to work on them. You have to chase them every single day of your life. Don't give up. It's like I'm learning from answered as well from the different computer things. It's like I never would have thought it would have been possible. And sure enough, he's able to teach me a lot of things that I didn't even know about a computer. I would, I would know how to start a computer, but I wouldn't know even know how to begin program program computers without his help. He is a computer expert when it comes to, you know, like reprogramming, being able to, like, kind of the, like, what I, when I got the upgrade from my computer when I was living on just 128 RAM and one gigabyte of hard drive. And then I got the upgrade, it's like, wow, it is a lot faster. Yeah, he was and suffering like, pretty hard there, and I had this old computer that was sitting around, and I'm like, I've got to do something with it so he cannot suffer. I mean, could you just imagine? Um, going on the internet of today, and that was about a few months ago, um, before I upgraded it, he was running on a, I'm not kidding, a 1 gigahertz, 128 megabits of RAM, a gigabyte hard drive, and trying to um, run that on today's internet standards. Some old school shit right there. YouTube videos wouldn't even load. Yeah, they it would say, wait for the page to load or kill page, and usually I had only... I could only load up one individual thing, and then even then it would take its time to slowly but surely, like, okay, then it would bring up the errors and saying, an error occurred, please restart this. But I have, to give you, I have to give you props for using such an old machine with today's internet. Yeah, that and is. I, I remember when I built another old machine, it was an XP machine even. And um, I guess it's getting to the point now that the internet's so full of different codes now that, I mean, the older computers, you can run a browser on it, but it just can't handle, the processors can't handle the damn codes anymore. I think my favorite is how, um, um, I think it was Internet Explorer 6 or something like that, when you bring up the internet on it, it just can't load anything. It can't, unless it's an old HTML uh, website, it ain't reading it, because everything's got different codes now, and it's amazing. Yep, that's what I love about that codex uh, that he gave me a program that I'm able to watch the videos and I'm able to watch YouTube now. I'm able to watch it 
even now, I can even watch it if I wanted to. Of course, it'd be a little bit slow, but I could still watch HD videos on. Yeah, he's this. yeah. That computer I gave you is right at the bridge where HD started to come out, but it's it's keeping them online. Yes, and I'm able to stay online and I can play my games, like play my music videos, like what I can even. I was like, I wanted to watch. Uh, for old uh, school style, you know, like, uh, made me think of Peach's slutty adventure, but when I found that that was removed, I was like, oh man, I really, because I wanted to watch it, because I wanted to hear your voice again, Mark. It was removed. Was it really removed? Yep. Yes. I, I'm the only person, because I, people I like on YouTube, and this includes you, Diablo, this includes you, Brandon Hawkins, and everybody, I've learned from my past that as soon as you guys upload a video I download that bitch I do the same actually. I download I, it because be... I've even had people that I know even you guys even you Diablo you removed a video called get it I think it was on maybe it was on Ermus's channel I don't know but it oh, got then, removed oh did he remove that yes it's still on his um, well if you ever want it I've got it no like you. I said I, I download every video and I'm glad I downloaded that uh, so I've learned uh, throughout the history of YouTube if there's a video or somebody you like download their video yeah, because I mean, you never know when they're going to remove it. Because, heck, I've even done the same thing and just remove stuff out of nowhere. And people have been like looking with, for it. With Greg or Onision, uh, he uh, gave Anthony credit for the video called I'm So Conspiracy. And then later down on the road... He re-uploaded the video and removed me from the credits. Yeah, what an asshole. Yeah, it's just like, you don't do that. You tell people that you're going to take, you're gonna subscribe back to them and never block them. What, what do you know? Answered gets blocked. I, I will say he has unblocked me. He has unblocked me, but I haven't resubbed or really paid attention. I, I poke around Onision here and there to kind of see if he's done anything on the YouTube uh, save YouTube thing subject, but he really hasn't. So I <laughs> don't really. Nice. I don't find most of the things I find on that Speaks channel. I just browse through the titles and I'm like, okay, my gay relationship, relationship advice. Oh, um, how did I'm oh, just like all this other shit that just isn't. It's just, just he's just doing it just. Because, well, somebody's interested in it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I gave the new version of she got earlier. Now I'm actually, I'm go I'm cutting back on not as many sweets as I used to. Next question. Do you guys think you'll ever leave Butte, Montana? Obviously Do you think you'll ever leave Butte, Montana? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I've left before. I don't, even now, I don't plan on staying here. And um, after the forest fire, and there's extra land up there, my parents have already said that I've got a... They even showed me a spot where I can build. And um, after I buy my vehicle, that's where I'm going to be moving up to. I'm going to start uh, buying supplies and building my own little... It's going to be a little mini cabin. You should have a Habitat for Humanity help you with that. No, 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 no. I want this built by myself, my own hands. I've even... I don't know if you, yeah, any of you have ever heard, heard of um, something called... Uh, what's it called? Cordwood Houses? If you don't know what that is, Google it sometime. They're yep. called cordwood houses, and I love them, and that's what I'm going to do with some of the burnt-up trees is make a cordwood house out of the um, burnt trees and be artistic. I might, even put, I might even put bottles and other kind of artistic things in the walls. Like Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. It's like Minecraft comes to mind when I think about that. It's like that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's my plan. So staying in Butte, no. I'm actually within the next year, once I get the vehicle situation set, which is probably the most expensive item for one chunk of cash. The rest of it I could just spend a little bit every month and uh, slowly work on it. Maybe that's what I'll buy you for your uh, Christmas present as a, as a car or truck. 
Well, I mean, I need an actual vehicle, something that's about six or seven thousand dollars. That's decent. Well, you know, something that's good. You know, something that I can trust. Because especially if I'm going to be driving from work to, out to this place every day in the future, I got to think about that. Well, do you want an automatic or a manual? I would prefer a manual, but I doubt if I'm going to find an SUV, a manual SUV vehicle or a van. If they do, let me know. Hook me up. Definitely. You know, I'll look around. I'll look in the newspapers and and go around from there and make deals with the de- dealers and see what goes from there. You know, you never know. They you could find one for two hundred bucks. Eh, not that cheap. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're gonna if you want something decent and see. Yeah, I know you don't drive, so you don't know how vehicles work. I've bought those few hundred dollar vehicles and cars before. They don't last long. Oh, we what? did see something epic. Me and answered a while back. A car that said six hundred, uh, six hundred bucks. Oh my god! But then you got a free two liter of Pepsi. If I ever see it again, I'm vlogging it. Okay, I'm not kidding. We were walking um, down the uh, down the street, and I'm I'm looking at you know used vehicles that people are selling anyways. And there's this one car. It's just sitting there. It's beat up like fuck. I mean, the door on one side smashed in. The bumpers are falling off. I mean, it just looks like total shit. And on the windshield, it says six hundred dollars or best offer. Free Run liter of <laughs> free liter of what was it Pepsi? Free liter of Pepsi with purchase. Runs great. Needs work. <laughs> now, does that tell you oxymoron or what? Runs great, needs work. It runs great, but needs work. <laughs> and we include some Pepsi with the deal. Please buy this truck. I'll give you a bottle of Pepsi, please. I was going to think about it just if I ever have my vlog camera. It's still out there. It's calling the guy and say, um, do you substitute the Pepsi for, you know, a bottle of whiskey? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a substitution? What if I don't like Pepsi? What if I'm a Mountain Dew guy? Yeah, our Coca-Cola band. Ah, uh, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, some of the things. It will be in a vlog if the car is still sitting around in the future. I'm one of those guys that's starting to learn to keep a charged camera in his pocket at all times. Because some of the best stuff that I see that I want to take pictures of, like what happened, I just don't have it ready or not on me. And there's been so many things that have happened in my past that I beat myself up for just leaving the camera or even just a cell phone at home or something, you know, something to take a quick clip of what happens. I think my favorite one was the one where um, we were, your mom was getting off the bus and the bus driver was starting to drive away as she's trying to step down on the street. Remember that? Yes. Oh, that was a day I'm like, damn it. (laughs) I needed the camera for that one. Yep, Even I though knew. it probably would have cost the guy his job that day. He would have been fired right off the spot. He would. Just imagine the hits. Old woman steps off bus and almost get, falls off or something like that. Yeah, it would bring a lot. I remember. Okay, let's move on to the next question. So you spent a lot of time, you know, getting established there. And, you know, it's probably a place that you call home. But have you ever considered just skipping town, leaving town to go somewhere else? Ever consider town to skip town and go somewhere else? I think I've already done that. I've already yep. got that feed need. I'm, it's already out of my... I've done it. I've done it. So, I, I mean, it's already done it. I've actually done it and come home. So, there's the answer to that question. Okay, so this next video... There, I'm sorry. This next question may seem a little bit strange, but bas- basically, a lot of the videos that we've seen that you've posted, Anthrit have basically either been just us hearing your voice or just you sitting in a chair or something or we only see your face. 
we don't see you guys, you know, your full body, because usually it's you, Anthony, that's holding the camera. So the question is, how tall are you guys? <laughs> how tall are we? Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to say right here, I'm 5'8". There you go. 5'8", you lions. <laughs> oh. Depending on I think what that's what I am. Let me double check the ID. <laughs> it's bad if you got to look at your own ID for it. Depending on what shoes I'm... Let's see. I already established in one of my videos you were like five foot two, dude. Let's see. Five it, says, foot two. it says, according to my ID and my when I just got the new one, they put under height 63 inches. And that was off their little measuring thing. 158 pounds. Damn, I'm getting heavy. <laughs> Not as heavy as I am. So 63 inches divided by 12. Let's do that real quick. Just open up the calculator. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a crap? We need time. We need time. Time. By 12 inches. That's old school method. I must have done something wrong because I just got 31.5. What did I do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I went 63 divided by 12. 5.25. So 25 of a foot is... About what? Three inches? Five foot and a quarter. Five foot and a quarter. I'm taller than you. Do. I'm taller than. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> now, now imagine the two of us. I thought, I thought, yeah. Six foot three. Oh, oh yeah, uh, he's, he's uh, big. I know when I first I'm, met him, I'm like, I, whoa. <laughs> I'm the shortest one of them all, and I'm I'm the second oldest. Taller than you. I'm like. I would say you're a little bit smaller than me, so I'm gonna say. Like five, two, five, maybe one. five, five, one. Yeah. Depending on which shoes I'm wearing, if I'm wearing like really tall shoes, shoes like cowboy boots, then yeah, I'm really tall. But if I'm wearing regular standard shoes, yeah, we're really tall. I, mean, I don't know why. Why you guys asked us that question? Why I don't know why your height got <laughs> issue. But I never <laughs> thought. You know, in video, like you can't see the perception of a person's height because, um, like when I met Brayhawk. I had no clue. You know, it was just like I've only seen them on video, and when you see somebody on video, they they they, they could be any size. You can't really tell. I, I think we've come to the conclusion that Brayhawk might be the tallest out of us all. Yes, I would, I would put money on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a friendly giant. Should we say? I remember when I first met him. I was like, whoa! I, I, it was kind of one of those things. I, I was actually out having a smoke, and I kind of turned the corner and ran into him, kind of a thing. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with tall people. You never expect them to be so tall, and then, bam, they're like out there, and it's like, holy. I would not want to meet that person in a dark alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, dude? No, no, no. That's 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 guns, gay man. You don't want to be stuck in a dark alley with him because, yeah, you'll be doing things that you don't want. <laughs> By being tall. Okay, let's see what they got besides height. Can you guess how tall they are? My guess is that Anthrid is five foot eight. Nope, wrong. In general, Ryu is five foot six. Those are my guesses. Uh, they were wrong so on our height. Totally. And I'm not good with height, so I probably couldn't even venture a guess. But. All right, and our final question: What are your favorite songs from the Anthrid Quest series? What are my favorite songs from the Anthrid Quest series? All for me. Ooh, I mean, I according to the folder of my music, how can I even choose to do that? Okay, so we're looking over um, 213 songs here. 
out of the music that I've made, some online, some not, obviously. I'm going to say my personal favorite. I'm going to have to go with the Donkey Kong song. Why? Because it was the first. And still to this day is my personal small favorite. <laughs> what about you, General? Actually, all of them, you know, they're, they all do, they all have some kind of meaning behind them, and I just, I enjoy every single one of them. I don't care if there are people that don't understand the songs or they don't really listen to it, but if you listen to it deeply, you'll get what he's trying to say in each individual song, like the HD video. And I'm, I'm just... sure we already can guess what Diablo's is here. Well, obviously HD, but I like I like some of the other ones, like uh, Pirates of the Bermuda is a fucking awesome one. I love that one. Oh, yeah, I remember that video. That I was love, funny. Yeah, I love Pirates. Pirates are cool. And it was just such a... Uh, funny song you know it was a fun song you know it wasn't yeah the thing about anthrax songs is that you know they're not serious they're you know for fun you know it's having fun yep what about you what about you bray hawk what is your i'm kind of afraid to answer that question at the moment because i just got these uh cds in the mail today and uh i've got an idea what's on them but i'm pretty sure there's probably stuff on here that i haven't even heard yet ever uh but knowing what i know uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, the song that I already did a, uh, a remix of of my own. That's uh, I Have No Life Without YouTube. That was probably uh, the most fun I've had with, uh, with one of your songs. That was cool. And also, for the record here, <clears throat> it's going to be on the uh, my new Anthrit um, album that I'm working on. And I think I may ask you for your musical remix version, if you have it, to put on the final album. Absolutely. Yeah, you bet. Cool. Yeah, it would definitely. All right. Well, that's their question. So, <clears throat> that's they said that was the last one. So, is there any questions you guys want to ask? I guess I, us? I can say, is there any questions you guys want to ask us before we wrap this up? Um, uh, I think I've asked my questions already. So I haven't really got any more. But if I think of some later on, I'll ask them, and then maybe you could edit them in. Okay. Okay. That's that's cool. <laughs> Brandon. Play hook. Not right off the top of my head, not right now, since we uh, we usually talk like all the time, either between iMessage or Trillion or Skype. Um, not off the top of my head, I don't have any questions right now. No, except when's the next vlog coming out, dude? The next vlog, um, I got to get off my button, edit it, and this vlog is actually going to be a hard one. And it's the fire vlog. It's been sitting on there, and a part of me is, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain uploading something like that as a personal tragedy. But I think I'm going to get over my fear and just do it because I do already know that someone like – and the reason why it's been holding me back is I know someone like uh, little Mr. Uh, Gunsgate is going to sit there and uh, get his jollies off on that one. Because basically, you know, how he ended that one stupid video, Karma's going to get Anthony and and Anthony's going to get it. And something like that's going to just, just jolly his jollies. I just know it. That's so it, it won't look like a, you know, to everyone else it'll be depressing and sad, but to him, I know how he's going to look at that video. It's kind that, of masochist. That that actually, uh, no, that's not masochism. That's uh, that's sadism. Um, yeah, it's sadist. Yeah. And uh, that's that. If he's got that kind of attitude towards other people losing their homes and and everything else that that happened up there, which I'm not even sure. I mean, that just speaks volumes about this guy's personality. It's that's I can't even imagine being that miserable of an individual, you know, to where you can take pleasure from someone else's loss or pain or tragedy. You know, it's it, I I can't wrap my head around it. Yeah, you're right. That's that's so sick. I would agree with that actually. So that's no what's been delaying me. I'm, but for me, I'm just gonna say, forget the fear, no matter what he thinks. And if he wants to go create a web page about the deal, fuck it. 
<laughs> and just to tell you guys, I had it was not none of his doing that when you seen me in that snothing, I did it all on my own. It was he didn't encourage me, he didn't say <laughs> that was all fun and especially if you seen me dip myself in doing that snow angel. I I was just busting anthrax chops when I made those comments. Oh <laughs> I, I just thought maybe if you guys didn't think I didn't it was... know he was gonna do it. He just all of a sudden just flops in the snow and told me to record. <laughs> There you go, see? And I didn't... Uh, I like doing things. It's funny. I like to see people's reactions. Whether it's a good reaction, bad reaction. I could, I'm doing it to myself, so it's nobody else's. And if anybody has any suggestions, you know, you know, maybe near in the future, I'll, I'll do it. I'll have fun. You know, if, let's say you tell me... I wouldn't want you to... to put your your health at risk. Um, see, what, well, uh, what do you call when you, uh, when you take like a, a beer bong? And then you hang yourself upside down and you guzzle it like as fast as you can. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. You get the picture from trying to... Yeah, a shock on it, basically. I know, it, I know exactly what the you're The next talking. thing you're dead from alcohol poisoning. Oops. <laughs> oh, I'm drinking so I much beer. I wouldn't want that, but... <laughs> I drank so much beer, even you would say that's quite kind of dangerous, but I... <laughs> I would out drink my dad's friends, and they had they'd bring over beer like Bud Light, Budweiser, you name it. And they'd be saying, "Oh, we dare you fifty bucks that you cannot drink us." And what do you know? I'm drinking, and they're looking at me and saying, "We're drunk. Why aren't you drunk? Where are you? Where are you putting it?" <laughs> it's going right here, baby. Ah, right in the belly. Yep, and I'm starting to get that problem too. I'm just like, ah, I can't get rid of it. Especially when your wife comes up and says, "Oh, cute belly, you having a baby?" and slaps you on the belly. Yeah, I I get slapped all the time by sisters and friends saying, "Oh, I could already see the elephant coming out of his trunk." Yeah, I had I had sisters that boy they they made fun of me of the different things that I had and I was like, hey. I don't care if, uh, and then when they would say certain things, it would, yeah, it may seem like I'm happy, but, you know, it's like deep down inside, and it's like, I know how they really feel about me. Uh, man, damn, I can't believe we got a call in freaking Minecraft land, dude. I know, it's really, it's really like, uh, tampering with our sort of creativity and defense mechanisms, man. We I, need to survive. To I know, thrive, we need to you know? finish this house. And we still need to find Ermis. Seriously, I don't know where he's gone. I think he jumped into the lava, or he's gone back into another portal somewhere. He might have gone to, like, some other dimension. Do you think he... I've heard about this nether. We might have to go and try to find our way to this nether and find our way mm. and save Ermis. Yeah, I think we should. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's jump. Kanpai. 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 <sighs> you bitch. Well, this is Anthony from Anthware. This is Diablo VT from, like, England. <laughs> and was fucking chilling out with these pretty decent, sexy people. Kanpai. General Ryu, uh, signing off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all had fun. Kanpai. This is Greyhawk from Skeptic Soldier Productions, continuing to bring you the videos that no one else wants to. Kanpai. Kanpai. Oh, yeah. Signing off.